And I'm Jasmine. And we're your Frank and sisters. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're always having technical issues. We got in the off to a weird start. I know. But we are here. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Jerry Brudos and Jazz celebrated a birthday. Ooh. Celebrating with him. And Justin Timberlake. Don't forget him. Oh, that's true. I left him out, man. All three of us. <laughs> the three J's. Yes. Celebrating all together. How was it your was, birthday? It was, I mean, the actual day was fun. Yeah. It was fun. That's good. Yeah. I mean, because I wasn't able to see my family because everyone's sick there. Mm-hmm. Lame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how dare they? I know. How dare they get sick? Rude. <laughs> but uh, on my actual birthday, I went and saw Mean Girls, the new one. Oh, nice. With my fiance. I dragged him to it. Nice. He actually liked it. Oh, wow. You should tease him about it later. Yes. <laughs> he actually liked Mean Girls. I have to watch that now. <laughs> and he never saw the original one. Apparently. What? Or he doesn't remember it. I don't know which one. How do you not see the original? I think I've showed it to him, but I yeah. think he just forgot. It, like, he left like, his mind. He, like, blocked it out. Yes. <laughs> like, and now he saw the new one, like, the musical version, and he liked that one. So. Nice. And I feel like I have to make him watch the old one. Yeah. To appreciate it. You do, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, no, besides that, it was fine. Saw some fam- like, saw his family, not my family. Mm-hmm. My, not my sick family. Yeah. But I saw his family and had engagement photos done the weekend yeah. We're going to see engagement photos later. We have a slideshow later. I'm so excited. <laughs> I haven't even seen them yet, so I'm nervous. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Had a pretty good birthday. That's awesome. I guess, how was your that week? <laughs> have you been... I didn't know how to word that. It wasn't your birthday. <laughs> uh, no, I've been good. Um, I've been, like, I feel like meds or something's working because I'm just, like, been super chill lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but um, I'm having kidney stones, so that's been fun. That's not chill. I know. <laughs> that's not chill. That's not chill. No. <laughs> They're little ones. Usually I get massive ones, and these ones are little, so, you know. Kind of chill. Yeah. <laughs> I was, chill than pain, usual. Yeah. I was in pain like one day at work and I had to just be like, I can't work today. <laughs> I can't. I know. <sighs> but no, it's good though. My client rescheduled for the weekend, so it's all good. That's good. But yeah, work's been going good. My youngest has been less demony than normal, so it's good. It's the calm energy. It is from somewhere. I know. <laughs> Something going on. Right. Lots of good crystals. Atmosphere shit. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh, boy. Wow. So. You want to get into this case? Tonight? Yeah. <laughs> we have a rough one for you today. Yeah, because it's Eva. Yes. <laughs> it's her turn. There's, a, of course, a trigger warning since this is one of my episodes. Yes. There is physical and psychological torture in this episode. Fun. <laughs> chill. Put my word down today. Chill. I know. It's been like a chill week while I'm researching this. <laughs> that was so calming and refreshing right i know it just puts my mind in like a calm space great for the body it's yeah. <laughs> my meditation learning about these people. <laughs> um but this case will take you on a ride it's a case of loss and triumph it will be a shorter one as there wasn't a lot of information mm-hmm. but i still thought it was worth telling yes even the short ones are worth telling yes we hope you listen, but understand if you can't handle the torture episodes. In two short weeks, we'll have one of Jazz's episodes that'll hopefully be more of a palate cleanser. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. Do you know what you're covering? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, wait. I had one that I was going to cover. Yeah. I know about that one. I think I need more time with that one. Yeah. Because there's just so much to it. Mm-hmm. So I might do like a smaller one yeah. just to like 
you know, buffer. Yeah. Do all the research. Right. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. What kind of deciding? I have research started for a couple different cases. Yeah. So I'll decide which one I'm yeah. going to finish. I'm not laughing at what Jazz is saying. I'm laughing yeah. at her cat at the My door. Cat is dying. <laughs> it's dinner time. Yeah. Almost dinner time. Yes. So He's like, Mom, may... dog, or for the machines to go off. <laughs> <laughs> you may hear cats meowing in the background. Yes. Don't worry, they're fine. Just omniance. <laughs> yeah. He's like 20 pounds. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> not talking to no. them. <laughs> well, without Sorry. further ado, let's dive into this roller coaster of a case. Let's dive into it. Yes. Baraboo, Wisconsin was a town of almost 10,000 in 1994. I'd like to say this town had hardly any crimes, but they did have their share. Not intense crimes just mm-hmm. you know like petty theft and stuff like that yeah. from what i read super low yeah i didn't read too much into all the different crimes because there was like a lot of it oh so it was like high crime but just it was like, like low risk it was like a lot of like a lot well it wasn't like a lot a lot but what it was was like a lot of court documents that are really hard to like read and follow for me <laughs> so yeah. like i just kind of skipped those i'm like <laughs> they had a lot of petty theft and like just regular like basically like small crime you yeah. know that went around not big crimes no However, no matter how bad the crime was, it still didn't prepare the residents for the magnitude and brutality of none other than Joe Clark, the Baraboo Bonebreaker. The Baraboo Bonebreaker? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's a badass. <laughs> Not that like I'm condoning, I'm sure what he did. That's a fucking cool name. <laughs> the Baraboo Bonebreaker. I can't decide if we should name this case or this episode Bonebreaker or Baraboo Bonebreaker. Should do Baraboo Bonebreaker. Okay. That's fucking dope. Okay. Sorry. I don't ever use that word, but it is. <laughs> okay. We have a name. You guys obviously have already seen it, but yeah. Idol. Yes. Because I like that name. Yeah. That's awesome. On July 4th, 1994, Joe Clark, at just 17 years old, kidnapped 14-year-old Chris Steiner. Chris's parents went to check in on him around 10 p.m. to find him still sleeping in bed. However, in the morning, they woke up to every parent's worst nightmare. Chris was gone. Oh, no. Yeah. At first, though, his parents weren't too worried. After all, it was July 4th weekend. They figured he must have snuck out to a party or something. He just leaves on July 4th. Right? They're like, yeah, he's just a teenage kid going out to go party or something. I had a different teenage life. Right? Right? Me too. I didn't do that. I know. Especially on July 4th. I'm like, hell yeah, barbecue and stuff. I'm not leaving. (laughs) Free food. (laughs) Right. However, as the days went by with no sign of their son, they began to worry. They called police. It's unclear if they called police right away or within a few days. I'm not really sure about that. They didn't really say when, but... It wouldn't shock me if it was, like, a few days. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, also, a lot of places don't take it seriously until it's been a few days. Exactly. Sadly enough. Which is, like, you lose a lot of precious time doing that. But they're like, oh, he just ran away. He's just with friends. Mm, That's my next thing. Either way, when police showed up, they assumed it was a runaway situation. Maybe it was the same day, then. Because normally when it's the same day, they assume it's runaway. Yeah. If it's been a few days, they're like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. But parents... The parents quickly dismissed that theory, stating that everything was fine at home and that he would have no reason to run away. The police decided to have a look around at that point, mm-hmm. which is something they should have done sooner before just assuming he ran away because oh. when they had a look around, they saw clear signs of an abduction. Chris's bedroom window screen had been sliced open. Jesus. They found muddy footprints inside and outside, and the back patio door had been unlocked. Uh, yeah. Yikes. But it was slashed, oh, like, screen was, like, Yeah, slashed. like, with a knife or something. Don't they just pop out? 
you know, criminals are the smartest. You know what I'm saying? Help the criminals, but like, don't the screens just pop off? Do you have to like? Can they pop off on the outside too, or is it just so? I thought so. I'm not sure. I mean, I think ours do. I can't pop them off no matter what. They don't like they break for me. Well, I live in like a cheap, cheaply made apartment. So I thought you could just like pop them off and pop them in because people like want to clean the windows on the outside, you know? Yeah. From like the back, so you want to pop off the screen to like clean the window. That is true. So I thought I they would. I mean, I don't ever do it. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm actually, idea. like clean the outside of my windows are often. For an organ, it rains enough. I'm fine. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't need to. Truth. Like I thought they did. Yeah, I don't know. Slice it open. That's right, yeah. You do you. He was impatient. He was like, fuck this shit. You do you. Yep. Slicing felt unnecessary. Right, no, it it does. <laughs> the police did everything they could in the investigation, but unfortunately, Chris was found dead just six days later on July 10th, draped over a partially submerged tree in the Wisconsin River. Oh. Police used dental records to confirm it was him. Oh, no. Wait, was he not recognizable? I think they just had to do... To confirm, you know what I mean? I don't I don't really know if he was normally they would bring but, parents. But I know that like when you are submerged in water after death, like your body kind of like changes a little bit. I forget how. Oh. <laughs> I know, but it's like it's a fun thing to think about. I know. It gets like I guess like it gets like a rubbery type. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know. quote me, but I've heard that like it, it don't, I know it changes, but I forget exactly how. Well, I mean, I guess he could have been like bloated. Yeah, like too, it gets bloated of, and because of being submerged yeah. in water. That it's really dark. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like, I feel like he maybe was too bloated to recognize, or something. maybe yeah. Or, they just want to make sure. Yeah, because but normally the parents would like come in and be like, "Yes, that's my kid." Yes. And before anyone comes to me, I know bloaty isn't a word. Okay. I even noticed you use that word. I use bloaty, but you know what? I use bloated. I'm good. I'm yeah. Safe. <laughs> it's a word because I said it, damn it. Okay. <laughs> I use proper grammar. I, I, don't, I don't care about no proper grammar. Have her in the comments, not me. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Oh my god. I did use dope earlier, so I can't say too much. <laughs> On accident. Right. What was weird about this though was that Chris's initial autopsy showed no signs of a traumatic injury. Of course, though, with everything at the scene and how they found his body, police remained convinced that foul play was involved. And it's weird, I know we haven't gotten into why that's weird yet. But it's weird because of how his killer Because um, the name of the case is Bonebreaker. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, obviously, he likes to break bones. Like, that's, you know, otherwise, why would you give them that name? But, yeah, just, but we get into more about that later. Okay. So, he, Chris comes back up, obviously. They labeled the manner of death as drowning, but listed the cause as unknown. That's weird. Yeah. So, also, he's, like, on a log, right? Like, in the river? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, like, in a partially submerged yeah yeah that's bizarre that wouldn't be drowning if you're partially submerged yeah i don't know <laughs> just putting yeah. that out there drowning yeah. includes being fully submerged underwater i agree i don't know you know what i don't know <laughs> i don't i wasn't there <laughs> you were not the police involved no. i'm just nitpicking yeah <laughs> This tragic event was new for Baraboo. Like I said, there was crime in this town before this, but nothing to this extent. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the town was hoping that this was a one-time thing and that they didn't have a killer in their town. Yeah. But unfortunately for the citizens of Baraboo, they had a monster living among them. Yeah. In the early morning hours of July 29th, 1955, or 1995, not 55. God, I, <laughs> I backtracked a lot, man. Whoa. I know. Because... <laughs> 
let me look up here for a second. Um, yeah, this was like a year later. So that he kidnapped his next victim. Damn, so he took his time. Yeah. He really thought it out. Yeah, later we'll get into like there was a list of names. Mm-hmm. So that he 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 prepared for this. Oh. This was premeditated like all the way. Um, but on July 29th, 1995, <laughs> 13-year-old Thad Phillips was sleeping next to his sister on their couch. He felt someone pick him up and carry him through the house. He initially thought it was one of his parents carrying him to bed after he had fallen asleep watching TV, which apparently happened often. I can't even lift my five-year-old hardly, like almost five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine lifting my 13-year-old. No, that's weird that... His parents just pick up a 13-year-old and carry him to bed. They had to be strong as fuck. Also, just let the kids sleep on the couch. It's fine. I know, right? I was like 13. Just let them sleep there. I know. That's what I would do. He's fine. You know. Like, if you're comfortable. Kids kids are comfortable in, like, the weirdest sleeping positions. Mm -hmm. So just let them sleep. I know. They're sleeping. Let them sleep. I know. They don't, like, wake up with all these back aches and neck aches that we can. Yeah, not like, well, I do sleep on the couch sometimes, too, but, like, purposefully. Yeah, exactly. Because you have a comfy-ass couch. Comfortably. Yes. But, I mean, like... I feel like if I slept wrong, like, I would have, like, neck aches or back aches yeah, or whatever. I but, like, kids that are, like, they can fall asleep in, like, high chairs and shit. They like, can fall asleep, like, sitting up. I know. I don't understand that. No. I wish I could do that. My neck would hurt. Yeah. I mean, I have insomnia, so I guess I can't sleep no matter what. <laughs> True. But <laughs> I wish I could fall asleep anywhere. That'd be amazing. I know, right? <laughs> I have, like, this video of, like, one of my kids just, like, nodding off and, like, almost smacking their head on the um, high chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, damn. Because <laughs> <Wake> <laughs> that wouldn't feel good. No, that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. A bump on the head. That would, like, be a rude awakening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't his parents p- taking him to bed, obviously. It was Joe Clark. Mm-hmm. Joe carried Thad outside and set him down. Thad didn't recognize Joe probably because he was new to the neighborhood they had just moved in not too long ago mm-hmm. so like That's you just moved into this new place and then all of a sudden this is happening like i can't even imagine no um but that quickly assumed <laughs> joe was a family friend he asked dad to come back to his house that was just half a mile away because he claimed he needed help with his car and this is all like happening at night yeah this is bizarre yeah Thad, still being tired and a bit confused, agreed. Yes. He was, like, groggy, you know. Thad's parents didn't notice him missing until 4 a.m. and quickly called police. Just like in the case of Chris Steiner, police assumed it was a runaway situation. Of course. Yeah. But Thad's parents knew that wasn't the case. Joe brought Thad to his rundown home just half a mile away and introduced himself by his first name. Brave. Yeah, I know. Very just, brave. Yeah, it makes me think of like Ted Bunny or whatever. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Just say, hi, that's me. Yeah, no. That's who I am. Not even trying to hide it. Yeah, no. Probably because he intended to like kill him and like, yeah, you know. Probably knew he could. Yeah. So. Didn't have a fear of him running away. Right. <laughs> he stated that he was going to throw a party, even listed off a few kids' names that Thad knew. Ew. Saying that they would be there. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. This, of course, was a lie, but Thad didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Joe asked him if while they waited for people to show up, if he wanted to go upstairs and look at his model cars. Ew. Yeah. That's so creepy. And that said yes. Ew. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, they're boys. They want to look at model cars. And he's yeah. young. He's like 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he thought like, oh, there's going to be a party. And he like, oh, he knows my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But he had no idea what was in store for him. This would mark the beginning of his over 24 hours of psychological and physical torture at the hands of Joe Clark. Yikes. 
Once they were upstairs, Joe tossed that on the soiled bed, jumped on top of him, Ugh. and viciously twisted one of his ankles till it snapped. I don't like how you said soiled bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, all of that whole sentence was, Ugh. I know. This case gives me a lot of cringe. Ugh. Oh, it gets worse. I, I can imagine there's 24 <laughs> hours of this. I know. Not in this episode, because holy shit, that'd be no, longer. No, no, Oh my god, I am not sitting through that. I gotta eat at some point. I gotta, I got things to do. You gotta take like a shower and rock back and forth after hearing this case. God. That's where I'm going after this. Right? No, I'm going to talk about Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Because this will make you hungry. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally will make you hungry. Exactly. If that didn't know before, he certainly knew now that he was in big trouble. Thad would not give up without a fight, though. Good. He right. managed to break free of Joe's grasp and limp his way downstairs. Oh. But Joe caught up with him. Of course. He threw him onto the couch. Thad didn't understand why Joe was doing this, so he tried to reason with him, mm -hmm. saying that he wouldn't tell anyone and just say he tripped over a table. But Joe didn't think anyone would buy that. Oh. I know. Thad then asked Joe why he was doing this. And Joe simply replied that he enjoyed the sound of bones breaking whenever he wanted. Ah. How do you enjoy that ew. sound? Ew, I don't even like it when my shoulder pops wrong. I know. <laughs> Same. Oh, God. I know. Joe even claimed that to have to have done this before and described to Thad how much he loved it. Ew. Yeah. Joe then, mm, this part, okay. I'm already cringing. This Joe then pushed Thad's leg upwards towards his head and leaned in until the thigh snapped. Oh my god. Yeah, that part's rough, you guys. You see me, but I'm like physically cringing. Yeah. Oh my god. That part's like, ugh, I don't know. All of this is ugh. I know. The, yeah, no, all of it. cringe. Yes. No, Any it's... words he says, I cringe. <laughs> For real, though, this is awful. Ugh. After breaking his bones, Joe would cruelly wrap Thad's wounds in a cast of socks and ace bandages. Sometimes, Thad was forced to wear leg braces and tried to walk on his shattered limbs. Oh, God. Thad said that often when he was bandaged up, Joe would stomp on his legs and even said, according to one source, that once Joe masturbated in front of him. Oh, my God. What was wrong with this man? No. That was only in one source about the masturbation, cool but no. He's not his ever cool his name anymore. No. Ugh. Joe would use Thad and his other victims as a way to deal with his frustrations. One time, Joe couldn't get his car to start, so he twisted Thad's leg till it broke before shattering his knees and jumping on his chest. That is an aggressive jump because your car won't start. I know. I I'm can't sorry. imagine having that much anger. Oh, my God. Like, I get irritated at, like, certain things, but not. I would never. Like, if my oh my. car wouldn't start, I'd be irritated at my car and, like, frustrated the situation. Kidnapped. You know what I mean? Not a random kid you kidnapped. No. I wouldn't oh, go and, like, take it out on my kids or some shit. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? I know. I mean, there's a lot wrong with Yeah. No, His he's... comments are fucked, but... No, he is... Just, he's not okay. No. In any sense of the word. No. Anytime Thad would try to escape, the punishment got even worse. To the point where Joe tried to suffocate him with a pillow. Oh my god. He would torture and beat Thad for hours using a towel to muffle Thad's screams. The torture wasn't always physical though. He also did some psychological torture on Thad as well. 
Joe would actually pretend to be Thad's friend in between violent outbursts. Oh, that's fucked. He would, he would carry him downstairs and the two would watch movies and talk as though nothing had happened. Oh, fuck him. I know. Messed up. Joe even casually talked about his family, his car, his girlfriend that would later visit while Thad was upstairs and how he lived in this old house with his brother. Ugh. How does he have a girlfriend? I'm sorry. So an old bed. <laughs> Right. Can you imagine no like dating? Should touch him. Can you imagine like dating a guy and then he's like, "Let me take you to my room," and then like you see his bed. I'd be like, uh, "You're." Let me show you my model car. I know. Soiled as bed. I'd be like, um, you know, I forgot I have to be the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got places to be. My Uber is here. Also, his place doesn't sound like clean or homey or. He doesn't also sound like a great guy. No. Does he have a girlfriend? I know. I want to know more about her. Like, what did he do to her? Like when he was frustrated, you know what I mean? Yeah. No kidding. Like, my God. I mean, maybe he just takes out on his victim, so he doesn't do anything to her. Yeah. Joe even confessed during their conversations that he had killed two other boys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Joe, at one point, left that alone on his bed, convinced he was no threat to escape due to his injuries. However, he was truly underestimating him. Thad mm-hmm. was a true badass. He was able to drag his body down the flight of stairs. And even though he did pass out several times due to pain, he was able to make it to the kitchen. Oh, my God. Yeah. He like. The name like that. He's badass. (laughs) I know. He is like, he fought. Yeah. At this point, though, Joe and a girl walked in and sat down on the couch. They were unaware that Thad laid silent in the next room. It's unclear if it was his girlfriend or another girl he brought home. Oh. So just some random girl. Yeah. Okay. But I'm guessing it was his girlfriend. But I I mean, does he even have a girlfriend? Big question. True, man. He just talked about a girl, yeah. so maybe. Maybe it's not a girlfriend, just some random girl. Yeah. I'm sorry. Who the fuck could see that house and then be like, yeah, this is someone I want to date. I know. This seems like a good guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real, though. Unfortunately, though, when the girl left, Joe found Thad laying in the kitchen. Initially, he was surprised to find him there. Yeah. But soon his surprise turned into rage. Of course. He dragged Thad back upstairs and continued to punish him. During this time of torture was the first time Joe threatened to kill him. But honestly, that was his end goal all along. Yeah. Like, obviously. Obviously. I mean, was it the first time? Because I thought he tried to self-care with the pillow. I mean, this was the first time he verbally threatened. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he's this was <laughs> this was his end game to kill him, for yeah. sure. I mean, he introduced him by his first name. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. Especially after all of this, he's not going to let him go. No. Yeah. This isn't just a slam into the table anymore. No. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I fell down a flight of stairs. Like, holy shit. <laughs> what flight of stairs? <laughs> yes. you, you fell hard, my dude. Holy crap. All the way down the Great Wall of China. <laughs> right? Um, holy shit. Joe again left his house. Now, it depends on where you read it, but he either left the house on July 30th or the 31st. Okay. So. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But when he left, he decided he wasn't taking any chances and locked that in the closet. Of course. Inside the dark closet... That had to have realized he was running out of options. He began to search in the dark for something he could use to escape. He eventually found a heavy electric guitar and used it to smash the door down. He, the, Joe didn't check the closet. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. not to like once again condone the serial killer <laughs> here, but like he didn't check the closet. I mean, criminals are dumb. You know, what I'm saying? I can tell. I mean, he slashed a screen window when yeah. they obviously pop out. Yeah, and. Uh, Left a fucking heavy ass guitar. <laughs> right, you know. He probably thought though, he might have thought though that 
because he he under underestimated him a lot, right? Yeah. So he might have thought that his injuries were too great for him to even be able to lift it up. But he dragged himself downstairs. Again, criminals. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> God. They are dumb. Yeah. Dad was dehydrated at this point, and his legs were useless. But he was still able to once again drag his body out of the closet and down the stairs. How the fuck does this guy still keep going? I know. Passing out along the way from pain and fatigue, but again made it to the kitchen. Ugh. Luckily, the phone on the wall had a long cord, and Thad was able to shake the phone down using the cord, and from there, he dialed 911. Damn. Yeah. He, ex- he explained what had happened, and even though he didn't know his exact location, they were able to trace the call. Damn. Yeah. I can't even imagine being that dispatcher. No. Like, what kind of call is that? I know. I would be like, holy shit. Also, how the fuck did he? Oh, God. He is a badass. Yeah, seriously. Officers quickly responded to the call, and they were able to re- rescue Thad. He had been held captive by Joe for about 43 hours. Holy shit. A lot happened in 43 hours, oh, first no of all. no kidding. <laughs> but, like, damn. I thought it was, like, multiple days not just like a couple days yeah 23 hours yeah less than two days barely but still he went through a lot like a lot can you imagine those that ups and downs of being tortured like that and then oh i'm your friend i'm your buddy to torture to oh i'm your friend you know like like, in less than two days i can't even imagine and then somehow joe got a girl in that in that time oh my god and where the fuck was his parents that's all i'm saying yeah i mean it was less than two days that's quick that's true yeah that is so fast yeah Especially because police don't normally take you seriously for, like, two days. No, exactly. And kids missing. Yeah. God. That had serious fractures to both legs that required several surgeries over the years and resulted in a permanent limp. When he arrived at the hospital after being rescued, he had serious internal bleeding, and doctors said he was likely just hours away from dying. Holy shit. Yeah, he got fucking lucky. He left the fuck out. Yeah. The doctors described his body as something you'd usually only see in a bad car crash victim. Mm. His legs were broken in four places, and it was said that the skin on his feet was like rubber, and his toes were pointing the wrong way. Oh, God. Yeah. Not sure what happened to make them, like, rubber, but something happened. I mean, how just all the broken... Oh, that's true, yeah. And, like, being stepped on and, like... Oh, God, yeah. Grossly enough tenderized. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that's gross. But like he was stepping on him a lot. That's and, like, true, yeah. Jumping and like breaking and ugh, there's a lot going this on. This is a cringe case. Yeah, I'm just cringy as I'm <laughs> saying it, but <laughs> it's like true. Yeah, no, you're right. <clears throat> Soon after Joe was arrested, police searched his home. Police were looking for any indication of previous victims, but instead they found a horrific list that suggested he intended to kidnap and torture more local boys. This was the list I was talking about. Oh god. The list had about 29 names on it. 29? Yeah. All separated into three categories. Some of the boys that knew, which is probably the names he listed yeah, off. Yeah, he probably, three, that's yeah. why he's like, oh, it's a party. Look at all these names that I know. Yeah, and like names of kids that, you know. Oh, my God. He planned off torture. The first category was called can wait. The second category was get to now or no. It is spelled as now um, when when you when you see it written out, but most sources think he meant get to know. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of disagree with that. I kind of think he might get to now. Like, he was going to he was gonna get to them sooner than later. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like that was, like, the do now. Yeah. So, I disagree with the but I, I don't know what yeah. he meant to write, you know? It's hard. I'm not in his brain. But either way, it's, like, creepy. Luckily, none of us are. Yeah. <laughs> and the third category was the creepiest title of all. It was called The Leg Thing. What? Like, what the fuck does that mean, right? What does that mean? Like, to me, it's, like, victims he wanted to break the leg up or victims he already had. Like, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Fucked up. That's like very ominous. Like, what the yeah. fuck does that mean? I know. Like, are these previous victims or are these, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, like ones that you contact really these boys, like make sure these boys aren't missing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Does he just like their legs? I don't. Right? Like yeah, like something. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Did they ever confirm if, like, the boys were missing? I never saw that. That's fucking creepy. Yeah. I just thought they had the names. I didn't like see the list that myself or like mm-hmm. so I wasn't able to look into these names individually or else I yeah. would have um and I didn't see anything in the research that indicated that they looked into it mm-hmm. but they might have I hope so I mean that's yeah fucking ominous right <laughs> that can only remember one of the names of the two boys that Joe claimed to have murdered one of the names was Chris and the last name started with an S hmm. so Chris Steiner yeah he said that his dad sat down with him and started listing off names in the phone book to jog his memory. As soon as he heard the name, he knew who it was. And he knew it was Chris Steiner's name. Dad mm. was eager to go to court to testify against Joe. He was first charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide, causing great bodily harm to a child, mayhem, which is the intent to disable or disfigure, mm. causing mental harm to a child, and child enticement. So he had a lot of charges against he him. Did. A lot of like Damn. intense charges. I didn't know mayhem was a charge. I didn't know either until this case. <laughs> yeah. A, I always learn new like charges right. in these cases. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's a charge too. Right. I, I had no idea. God, law is confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And uh, that's why like I couldn't like read like all like the crime stuff because it was a lot of like law charges. So on, like, many random charges. I'm yeah. like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Right. But if you look up the like crime in um Baraboo, Wisconsin in this time, like 1994, mm-hmm. you will find like um all the cases and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. all the court stuff. If you can know it and differentiate what it is saying, like go for it. I just not smart enough, I feel like, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's confusing. I feel like it is. They just they have so many like, long drawn yeah. like, things and it's like just tell me. <laughs> right now. Just give me the summary. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like layman's terms. Yes, please. <laughs> I didn't study law. I don't understand. Right, exactly. What you're saying. They do that to confuse you. Yeah. So you won't read it. Exactly. <laughs> you won't look into it. You just sign. Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> Gets you in trouble. Oh my god. (laughs) Clark entered a plea of no contest and not guilty due to mental disease or defect. I'm sorry, I'm just drinking my sparkling water. Do you really try to claim not guilty for that? Yeah. Oh my god. A reason of mental disease disease. Mental disease or defect. I'm sorry, sir. You can't claim not guilty. You're the most guilty motherfucker. Right? I know. His defense argued that his biological mom was a heavy drug user during pregnancy and that he had suffered a head injury from a bike crash the previous year. Okay. I know people who have smashed their head, like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. riding a bike or whatever, like, hurt themselves. They don't do this. Yes. And I know people whose, like, moms have used while pregnant. Yep. They don't do this. No. I'm just saying. Yeah. That does not mean you're a serial killer. Yeah. And want to torture people and, like, to break bones. No. Let's not equal that. No. (laughs) 
His adoptive mother backed him up, claiming that if Joe left home, she would have she would have heard him because he would have had to pass her bedroom. This was quickly ruled out due to the fact that she was a heavy sleeper and that he had managed to sneak out before. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I like how she's like, yeah, I would beat my son if I saw him. <laughs> well, no, she's like, she, she, would, she would hear him walking past her bedroom. Yeah. But so it's like, yeah, like she would hear him. That's weird. Though. Yeah. I don't know if she'd beat him, but she would hear him. Oh, okay. I thought you said beat him. Oh, yeah. I was Sorry, like, my, my words like go together. So, no, she said that she would hear him walking out oh, because okay. he had to walk past her bedroom. Got but it. he has, he snuck out before and his friends confirmed this. Yeah. So it was so, just bullshit. Yeah. She's protecting so, her precious baby. Yes. No. I love my kids, but I would not protect them against this. No. No. Especially if it's very truly guilty. Yes. Like, I feel like I would notice like someone being in my house for like, a couple of, unless I was like out on vacation, I guess. But yeah. Because you're 17. You may not necessarily go with, but still. But still. <laughs> yeah. I like to think my kids will never do this. So holy shit. <laughs> I think a lot of people would. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like to not imagine their kids doing this. Right. Yeah. This is intense. Yeah. I like to say my my youngest is like a demon, but really he's just four. Yes. And, you know, he's he's learning boundaries. Yes. <laughs> it's called learning. Yes, exactly. Um, now that Joe had no alibi, since his mom was found to be an unreliable witness, he was found guilty. Yep. Joe was sentenced to 100 years in prison. Oh, my God. I know. Joe claims to have no recollection of the Thad Phillips abduction and torture. He said he just wanted to hang out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so he had no recollection, but he did remember kidnapping the kid. Yeah. To hang out with him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> um, That's what I thought, too, when I read that. I was like, what? It doesn't was... add up, sir. No. <laughs> I just wanted to hang out, so I just, yeah. you know, snatched him from his living room couch. I know. <laughs> when asked about Thad's injuries, he claimed he didn't know what happened because he kind of blacked out. Kind of blacked out. According to him. Yeah, just kind of. Yeah. It kind of did. So you go to, like, do you black out a lot when you go to hang out with people? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He hangs out and just immediately blacks out. I "I don't remember kidnapping him. I don't remember. Right. Heisting him to my house. (laughs) Exactly. I don't remember walking him in a closet. Yeah. The judge didn't think that 100 years was enough. They wanted to be sure he would be locked up forever without the possibility of getting out. Mm Mm-hmm. They asked Thad to return to testify against Joe in the Chris Steiner trial. But Thad's nightmare wasn't entirely over. No, fuck. Yeah. Before the trial, Joe's neighbor, 15-year-old Michael Hubschek? Hubschek? I don't know. It's, it's spelled weird. Okay. I would know. But it's, you know, Michael something. Yeah. <laughs> Michael H. Michael something. <laughs> Michael. But he went to Thad's house and shot him twice in the back with a hunting yeah. rifle. What's up with these teenagers in this town? They need shit to do. Yeah. Michael and Joe were allegedly friends. And Michael was upset about the results of the first trial and wanted revenge. Get better friends. Yeah. For real. <laughs> um, that went through so much at just 13 years old. No kidding. Like, holy shit. And this kid felt tougher than these 17, 15-year-olds. Yeah. Jesus. But again, that was a badass. He survived. He survives being shot twice. In the back. With a hunting rifle? He fucking survived. This man's invincible at this point. For real. <laughs> Nothing can kill him. No. <laughs> Nothing. No. He showed up at trial <sighs> to testify. Oh my god. So he's like, fuck you guys, I'm still here. 
This man is indestructible. Right? Now, they actually exhumed Chris's body for the second trial and did find that he had injuries to his legs and ankles that were identical to the ones that had. Wow. I'm not sure how they missed this the first time, though, but they did. And, I mean, at least they know now, but how do you miss that? Like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like those are pretty, like, obvious injuries. Yeah, they're not little tiny baby injuries. No. Like, broken bones is not a little injury. No, especially to this extent that I'm sure he got. Like, if they were identical to Thad's, they had to be extreme. Oh, my God. Like, holy shit. Like, how do you miss that? We just casually went over that. You know, he didn't need to. It's not a big deal. No, he must have had just weird-shaped legs. I don't know. (laughs) He must have just, like, hurt them in the water. I don't know. (laughs) That's right. Like, Drowning while being, you know, half submerged. Right, I know. God. They did not try. <laughs> Joe's parents testified that their son was home sleeping all night of the murder. However, that didn't hold much water in court, especially with what the other witnesses had to say. Mm-hmm. Witnesses claimed that Joe would frequently sneak out through an upstairs window. Also damning testimony was a former juvenile detention inmate who said that Joe had told her that he had killed a boy and placed his body over a tree. Oh. Yeah. Just there, boom. (laughs) Yeah. It was obvious to the court that Joe was guilty of Chris's murder. On November 7th, 1997, Joe was charged with intentional homicide and sentenced to 50 to 100 years, depending on the source that you read. Plus a life sentence with the possibility, without the possibility of parole. I don't understand these weird year charges. Me either. They're just do life at that point. Yeah, no. <laughs> 5,200 years. What? I think like life in prison isn't only like 20 years or something like that. Like it's not like even a full life. I thought it was more than that. I'm not sure. I thought life was life. Because no, because there's people that serve life sentences that are there for more than 20. That's true. No, I think I life know. is life. I think life means until you yeah, die. I don't get, I don't so, get any bit. I'm I not feel like boy. once you hit like over a hundred years, it should just be like life at that point. Yeah. Because what's the point? You're not going to live that long. True. This is not my field of study, clearly. Can you tell? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no. He, I agree with you, though. They should just say life. Two hundred years is weirdly specific. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, if you live to be, you know, like 67, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so, okay. Whatever. Yeah. But without the possibility of parole, so that's good. Yeah, that's good. Joe was also fined $21 million to be paid to Thad and his family. $21 million? Yeah. Not sure if this was during the first or second trial, but as part of the $21 million, Thad was to receive 31566 in medical damages, $6 million in compensation, and $15 million in punitive damages. Punitive damages. Damn. Yeah. I doubt he had that kind of money. No. But... Unfortunately, Thad claims he hasn't received any of the money that he was awarded. Yeah. But a local couple heard his story and has recently set up a GoFundMe to raise money for Thad's medical bills. Sounds good. Yeah. The GoFundMe is still set up today, raising almost $9,000 of a goal of $100,000. At least that's where it was when I checked while researching. Yeah. And I will be linking the GoFundMe in the sources so anyone who who is listening can donate if they want. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised he didn't get any of the money. That happens so much in those cases. Like, you have to give this family, you know, this much money. It never happens. Yeah. Especially if they come from, like, nothing. Exactly. Which kind of sounds like they did. Like, yeah. Joe did. Yeah. You're not going to see that money. No. 
Especially now he's in jail. He's not going to be able to earn money. Yeah, exactly. He's just in jail. Like, I think they can earn money in jail, but not hardly anything at all. Nothing like that. That's yeah. hour, you know no. what I mean? Plus, like, yeah, you have commentary and everything. Like, you actually have to serve out of in jail, too. So, yeah. that's hard. Exactly. That's, that's rough. He didn't receive any of the money, though. Yeah. But like I said, Thad was a badass. I'll keep saying that to, like, mm-hmm. a fucking in the face because holy shit he went through a lot and he survived he's still fucking i can't i don't get it yeah i can't imagine going through what he did and continuously having the strength to fight through it he was hours away from dying he got shot twice with a hunting rifle yeah he survived yeah i'm sure it was close range too probably yeah knowing how like vengeful he felt yeah did that guy ever get charged for shit i didn't see he'd better have i know he'd really be better of Fucking defending um, a yeah. killer. Fuck you. Right, I know. Oh, God. Yeah, but I'm glad he he did all this. He fought through it because without him, there would have been probably countless more victims. Yeah, so at he, least he 29. Saved, right, I know. He <laughs> saved, like, lives by fighting. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I'm yeah. shocked there's only two. I mean, because he chose the wrong victim. Yeah. Joe did. He chose that second. I, he said he killed two people, but that could never remember the name of the second boy. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, like, he was probably, like, not fully there after going through that much pain, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, he passed out just moving around. Yeah. So, and, like, understandably. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I can't even imagine, you know? I mean, who knows if it was actually two, though? They, yeah. like, you know, serial killers like to inflate their numbers sometimes. That's to, true. like, yeah. feel better. It's like, I did two people already, like, yeah. make them look all badass, but. Yeah. Could have just been one. Yeah. Maybe he was counting bad. Maybe. He got cocky. Probably. <laughs> He's like, you're dead already to me, so. Right. <sighs> Little did he know. Right. Holy shit. I know. <laughs> Bad's a badass. Seriously. <sighs> that's all I got for the Bear Boo Bone Breaker. What did, you, what did you think of the episode, Jazz? Did I do it justice? I was cringing the entire time. <laughs> like, I once again, you guys can't see because we don't have a camera, but like, I was full body, like, cringing yeah. in my chair. Like, yeah, oh, she God. was. <laughs> can't oh, confirm. <laughs> So, ew. I know. That guy gives me the creeps. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do after this, but I kind of want to, like, pick something, like, that I never heard of before. So I might, like, look online and find, like, maybe something local to my area, you know? Oh, that would be comforting. <laughs> you just did Jerry. Could we not maybe do a local? <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Just something, like, different. You know what I mean? Jerry gave me nightmares. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we should. I am too much in common with that man. I can't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that will forever traumatize me. <laughs> so I'm here for the trauma guy. Yeah. Traumatize you guys. Trauma yeah. guys. This is trauma guys. I can't speak. Thank God ever. the episode's over. <laughs> I know. My God. And that's a wrap on that. Right. Well, we hope you liked today's episode or at least found it interesting. If you did, please give us a like and follow. It really does help us out. You can find out how to get a hold of us via our website, frightensisters.com. Mm-hmm. It's having a bit of an issue right now. Yes. Um, hopefully that will be fixed before this episode goes out. If not, um, our email is frightensisterspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. So you can get a hold of us that way. I mean, we also have all our links in the description. That's true. Yeah. All the all links, the links, links that you could find on the website are in the description. Exactly. So. Yeah. And our Patreon setup and yep. all that fun stuff. And you can get early episodes through Patreon and a shout out. Yes. So. Yeah, no patrons yet, but we're we're hopeful. Yes. <laughs> we might even start doing extra content. Who knows? Yeah, if we get patrons, we will do extra content, yes. like movie reviews and shit. Yes. Horror movie. Yeah, horror movie reviews, yes. Which I'm excited about. My so. specialty. Yes. 
Even if you could only give five dollars, we would love you forever. Yes. We, lo- we love you long time. Five yes. dollar. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, we hope you keep listening and keeping safe. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.